0: Good morning, dear friends. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome to today's episode of the Ben Checking In podcast. My name is Beniam. I'm a life recalibrator helping you recalibrate your past experiences so you can rewrite your future ones. This is the podcast that I do primarily. I better get my YouTube going. It might be a little going back to but. Looking in and uh, becoming better versions of ourselves. This, like I said, is uh, episode 101. Uh, Today, we are starting on a bit of a different shift here in this program, and I'll tell you why. It's a little bit different in just a few moments here, but there's three key pillars that are still the same, three key pillars that I celebrate and focus in on and attend to for me personally, and I share those on an ongoing basis. Any uh, regular listener of this program will be able to recite these three pillars with me, and they'll be like, yep, I got it and yet i still keep repeating them because they are that they're that transformational for me the more i reflect the more i refresh the more i revi- review uh said pillars the more i'm able to keep them front and center as i go through my day those three kilo, uh, those three key pillars being awareness kindness and happiness there are so many times through the course of the day when i'm reflecting on these three key pillars talking about them with those i get to engage with because they make that much sense to me they make so much sense that i'm like this is a really important element and aspect for me awareness of yourselves because most of us are not aware of ourselves the way we'd we'd like to or the way that we need to to know ourselves well enough to know why are we the way we are number two kindness because we struggle with being kind to ourselves and of course finally the happiness piece to be enjoyed amongst all the other emotions which are just as legitimate and important Welcome to hundred the 101st episode of the Been Checking In Podcast. I'm glad to be with you for a few moments this morning in what is already for me turning out to be a busy day. But nonetheless, I wanted to touch base with you guys and check in. Now, I mentioned that there is a bit of a shift that we're taking in this program. So far, I've been helped with a list of um, self-reflection questions that I've been working off of. And with that list of self-reflection questions, I've just kind of worked my way through the list. A hundred of them, we made it all the way through. And, um, I'm thrilled about that opportunity to have experienced that. But here's the shift we're taking now. I'm taking a shift from that set list that I've been working off of. And now I'm working into a different expression of something else. So, um, there's a, a meditation book, uh, that my 12-step program has. And so as I, um, have been working through that, I'm like, Hey, there's some really good themes in here. And so, um, I'll, I'll be taking the self reflection of the day from that meditation book and then appropriating, um, an appropriate question from it saying, here's one I think that would be really worth our while. And so, uh, today, uh, I, I did the reading. Hello, how are you, case 1555. Nice to see you. Um, I did the reading today. I'm like, hey, this is a really good question. And so the questions that you'll be, uh, Considering with me going forward are questions of my own making now. Questions of my own making after I read and have some thoughts on, uh, where those, uh, readings have taken me. Today's question goes as follows. Today's question says, What is your go-to craving when you have an issue that needs to be dealt with? What is your go-to craving When you have an issue that needs to be dealt with, let me see if I can break this down for some of you who are like, hmm, what's that all about? How how, how do I understand this question? Here's what that question entails. Most of us, I would say, thanks you uh, 2 K-15, most of us, I think, when we are experiencing various challenges in our life, we have learned ways of... Hmm, how can I say we 've learned ways of distracting ourselves from focusing on the area that needs some attention. Why is this? Because when we focus on those areas that need attention, it can be uncomfortable sometimes. It can be uncomfortable to say, "Ah, oh, do I have to deal with this this is This is uncomfortable. This is not in my wheelhouse that 's going to make it really um, uh, something that I want to sit through and so as a result, it can be challenging. Uh, Ross, my friend, how are you? You're saying you are feeling pretty bad today. Do I have any uplifting advice? Can I affirm you in that, in that moment that you're experiencing? Let me affirm you because sometimes we have the, the, the sense of, we have the expectation sometimes that we're not supposed to feel bad, right? We have that, that sense sometimes that we're like, you know, this is, this is not a good feeling right now. Can I, Avoid it. Can I feel something else other than what I'm presently feeling right now? So I can understand that, Ross. I can. Uh, I think most of us can relate in having a terrible day. Uplisting advice is let me affirm you in that feeling because that is not a bad feeling. I don't think that's a bad feeling. I think that has some benefits for us as we're willing to walk in the midst of that feeling. And that is just part of our human experience. One of the human ex- experiences that we have is that we're not always going to be uh, at this high, you know, feeling of, Hey, things are going great and all right in my life. So let me affirm you in saying this is not a bad thing that you're feeling this. Uh, the normal cycle in life is ups and downs, ups and downs, discouragements, encouragements, discouragements, encouragements. And in the midst of those cycles, I think we have things to learn in the midst of them all. So even while you are discouraged today, even though you're feeling where you're presently at, can I ask you, what does it feel like to be in this space, in this moment right now? What is it about this moment that is really um, making you feel the way you are? And how can you give some space for that and... um, and uh, affirm that this is just part of life it's not something unusual and what can you be learning in the midst of it okay so uh i would also like to encourage you uh to say it's not going to last for a long period of time kyle i see you how are you abc hello um, I would like to affirm you in the midst of that, saying "I. it's nice to know that you're not alone, so I'm with you there. I can definitely relate. I do care to see you in a happier s- space, but in the, in, for, the, for the time being, while you're there, what does it look like for you to uh, say, what, "What? what am I going to take away from this experience here? What am I going to learn? How am I going to experience this moment here as just one of those necessary and regular parts of life? Because if we don't get used to these moments here that are uncomfortable, they become increasingly challenging in a way that we're not really helping ourselves moving forward. So while you're there, my dear friend, uh, just take a look around you and find out what is there to take away from this by way of benefit, including lessons that you're learning. How can you remember these moments right now later when you're in a good season so that you're not continuing to be in that low point? that's one of the things that i find really helpful when i'm in those zones ross is to be able to say hey how can i acknowledge where i'm at right now and remember this for later how can i affirm this is just one of those experiences that is normal and legitimate in life and as i experience them how can i uh carry on a little bit further in saying okay how can i make the best use of this moment here kyle i'm doing all right how are you my friend still, um, yeah, there are challenges that I'm navigating as I go through life. Can I tell you guys something? I, um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have life easy. And I say that because sometimes, Hey MC, how are you? Sometimes, um, when people see, see, um, individuals like myself and they're like wow that guy has things well put together he knows his stuff he's able to like navigate in such a way that he just seems to know what to say and he must have like no problems far from it i think all of us have our fair share of struggles and even in my context as i experience my challenges it's not like i have everything together i have some unique struggles along the way that make it really challenging i've seen it's good to see you again how are you nice to have you back on here so, yes, I would also say we all are kind of in that zone of going through various experiences in life. That's why I have that third pillar in this podcast that we talk about. Again, let me just review them. Number one, is awareness, awareness of ourselves. How well do we know ourselves to know how we operate uh in various scenarios and contexts? So important because in the absence of non in the absence of knowing that then we um, make some decisions in life that aren't really for our benefit. They actually detract from our experience, and that is not an encouraging thing to be in the midst of. So what does that look like for us to uh, know ourselves well enough so that we can make the best choices for ourselves? And that can only happen if we know ourselves well enough. Number two, the kindness piece, because as we continue to know ourselves, we We've learned from our environment how to be critical of ourselves and critical, not in a gracious way, but critical in a really harsh way. And so how does that look? And then thirdly, um the happiness piece. Happiness is one I chose out of all the emotions, all, out of all, all the feelings, not because it's the most important one. I disagree with that. I think it's just one of many necessary and critical emotions. But most of us are, we know the, the emotions that we do not like, right? The ones that make us feel uncomfortable, like when you're called out in a crowd, for example, publicly, or when you are stressed because you don't have the answers to a problem that you're trying to sort out and you're feeling the pressure or whatever else it is, we sort of take those emotions um, that lead us to jealousy, that lead us to anger, that lead us to fear, that lead, lead, lead us to concern. And instead of focusing and working through them, which is what's necessary, we sort of stifle them down internally. And we're like, okay, let's not focus on that. And as a result, we sort of build up this retinue internally of unprocessed emotions that stunts us in our development and the only way for us to grow in my perspective is by learning to process them and so that's why i would say ross i would love to encourage you to work through those emotions to face them to see and savor them and say okay how do we move forward now right that's really important i think so um i hope that encourages you brother that this is not unusual and that It's helpful not to be alone in the midst of it. Thank you for reaching out and asking me. I do want to encourage you saying, face it, but don't face it on your own necessarily. And that's kind of part of our uh, question today. Our question, again, that we're answering, friends, is what is your go-to craving when you have an issue that needs to be dealt with? I would argue most of us, we have a way of avoiding those things that we need to deal with. We say, uh, I don't want to deal with this right now, so I'm going to put this on the... On the rain check pile, I'm going to deal with this later. I don't want to address it at this present moment, even though though that's maybe what I should be doing. And so we put that off indefinitely, and usually indefinitely is a very long period of time for most of us. And as we put it off, what happens is... We distract ourselves with something else. We distract ourselves with something else that we find that is going to be more pleasurable. We distract ourselves with things that we're more interested in. We're uh, more inclined to say, this is my jam. I want to focus here on this. What does that look like for us to distract ourselves with some sort of um, um, engagement that we find we, ha- we may have a craving for? Now let me give you some examples for some people this may be food. When you're going through something really um you've uh, uh the, the there is some um there's some people who um that is their go-to they 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 see uh, like a um they see like uh, a setting in which they're like, oh, this is really uncomfortable, and so they express it with themselves by food. I'm having some commentators saying, hey, what happened? You fell off bad. You used to be the TikToker, but what? Where, why are you where you're at right now? I do not know the logistics, but nonetheless, I'm not as concerned about said logistics. I'm very thankful when I do get... uh a connection with people and I had some amazing connections with many of my followers and yet for some reason the algorithm said your time is up and you don't have this kind of access anymore. I often do hear from them when they're like hey I haven't seen you for ages and I miss seeing your content and that kind of thing which is affirming in some sense because it means that there is something really important but I do not control the algorithm nor am I Interested in fulfilling um, the demands of said algorithm, especially if it puts my priorities in life at risk. And so it's just one of those things I say, um, I may get some influence again and uh, exposure or I may not. But still, I'm going to try and put the best content I can out. Because for me, it's not the number of people that are following. That is the critical part. It is more so the quality of content in which I'm putting out. And so I want to continue ensuring that that is on point. At some point, they may come back and say, hey, it's been a while. Let's re-engage, which I'd be thrilled for. But it's not, again, the thing that I find uh, uh my sense of worth is driven by it is, I don't find my sense of worth any more important or less important because of how many people are following. Thanks, Tess. Good to see you, Joseph. How are you? Nice to see you, my friend. So, um, back to the point. What is your go-to craving? I said for some it's food. They go to food as a way of distracting themselves from the present struggles that they should be addressing, and they do that indefinitely enough, and eventually that becomes a crutch. For others, it may be going to social events. they're like, "How can I surround myself with people so that I don't have to focus on my struggles? How can I go and be in the places where you know people are at and the, the who's who?" And so that's the way that they distract. They do it socially. and I think to some extent, that may be a little bit of mine. Other people have different ones. Maybe they just go and watch movies and or maybe they go to the casino and blow a whole bunch of money because they don't want to focus on the stuff that, that they should be addressing um, by way of challenge in their lives. What is your go-to craving when you have an issue that needs to be dealt with? Can I suggest what seems to be uh, another component of this question? And that is that all of us do have things to deal with. There's not one of us, I would argue, not one of us, myself included, who is able to navigate life without problems, without stuff going south, without things that are like going out of our control. Even this weekend I had such an experience where it's like, Well that happened and I am not thrilled about the way that happened and but I have to deal with it. I could stick my head in the sand and pretend the problem isn't there, but I know that that is not the best option for me. So what does it look like for me to address, acknowledge that this happened and I have to deal with it, even though it is uncomfortable to the greatest degree? It's not fun for me to have to like sort through and go through that process. It is not fun. I'd rather be doing something else and yet I must attend to it. And oh, this is so uncomfortable. But I know that feeling in the moment when you're like, oh, no. I didn't want this to happen and it totally happened outside of my control and now I have to deal with it. I think every single one of us has that kind of an experience whereby we're like, well, that happened and I wish it didn't happen and I didn't have any control in the way it developed and came to be. But now I must deal with it. And for many of us, we'd say, I'd rather not deal with it. I'd rather go and avoid it. So we all have stuff that we need to deal with. But we do not find said opportunities comforting. We do not find said opportunities to be something that we enjoy the process of. And so for most of us, we sort of scale back and say, okay, how can I redirect and move away from this problem? Hoping and wishing it'll just melt away. It'll just kind of disapparate, to use Harry Potter's language. It'll in some way just kind of disappear and we won't have to be on the, on the, um, um, on the docket where we have to deal with it. Ah, I wish that, that that were reality but it's not. So most of us have things that we need to deal with. Most of us may be looking for ways of how to avoid said problem. You know, friends, I would totally give you the, the, the shortcuts if I knew them. <laughs> as, as I reflect on this question, I'm thinking, how can I even simplify this for you, my listeners, as you're wrestling with this? How can I sort of make ends meet in such a way where, where it'll be like, okay, this is helpful and, um, and know where we move forward out of this scenario in such a way where it's like, okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel and here's the, the shortcuts. If there's a shortcut, I would happily tell you what the shortcut is happily. However, I find that whenever I'm giving advice, it's it's a really hard piece of advice that that I usually give. A hard piece of advice because I know the shortcuts and I know the promise the shortcuts offer, but I also know very intimately how empty the destination is when we pursue the shortcut routes, when we pursue uh, taking uh, or cutting corners. And I don't find them compelling. From my experience, from my experience, I walk down those rows and it's like, ah, oh, this is not a good idea. And so I'm not going to take this. And so I want to present to you the best that I have of my insights, the best. And yet, as I share the best that I have, I'm reflecting often how that is... ah. Oh, It's it's the hard path that we need to walk. It seems as as we pursue trying to be better versions of ourselves, the shortcuts really are hmm, they're not as satisfying. Actually, they're not satisfying at all. In my perspective, they're actually far more devastating. And so, uh, when I share my insights or advice with people, it's usually the 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 hard bits of of encouragement that I'm giving. And as I give those. There's something in me that's saying, oh, I wish they could, this could be easier. I wish I could have access to something that's easier. But from all that I've tried, I haven't found any any of them compelling. So even as you look at this question here, friends, it is tough, tough um, advice that I'm going to give you and myself of how we navigate through issues that need to be dealt with that we are tempted to avoid by going to de- uh, decoys, by going to other areas. Bella says, morning Benny. I have been start. I've been starting my morning with you in my ear lately and I thank you. I'm so grateful, Bella. I'm glad that this is serving you. That's why I love making myself available this way. So thank you for listening in, Bella. I super appreciate that. I appreciate you as well, as well as all of you guys who are my regulars on here. I i am um, grateful for you because we are aligned on what we feel is important. Not everyone's on the same wavelength. There's some who will come by and listen and say, ah, this is dry this is dull because they're not on the same wavelength they're not in the same scenario or season of life as we are we're only here because we've come to appreciate the value that Focusing on these moments and the things that we talk about are going to help us in our context. But not everyone's there. Other people have different lessons. There are different pathways that, that they need to go through eventually to grow to be the next version of themselves. Maybe this is not a priority for them. And so I'm super grateful for each of you guys who is able to enjoy these moments with me, to wrestle through these moments with me and say, here's why we find this beneficial. So yeah, like I was saying, friends, I wish there was the easier, um, the easier option that I could offer you and saying, Hey, this could go a lot easier, a lot better, a lot uh, with a lot more comfort. I wish there was. I wish there were shortcuts that were compelling and, uh, actually worked, but, uh, I don't think there are. <laughs> I don't think there are. I haven't experienced them. So I'm going to show you the best, which makes, um, which not, it does make us, but it proposes the road less traveled, the road that's a lot rockier, the road that's a lot more intimidating, the road that takes a lot more energy. And yet as we go through and navigate through through those pathways together, we actually come out far stronger because we did the work that was necessary to do. Again, the question I'm answering, I'm going to jump to my answer now. What is your go-to craving when you have an issue that needs to be dealt with? What's the way that you distract yourself when you have stuff on your radar that you know you need to attend to? For me, here's what it is. For me... My go-to is isolation. Isolation. Now, people look at me and say, you're super social. I know I am. You're really gifted at connecting with people. Yes. And yet, even I come across circumstances and scenarios where I'm like, I don't want to deal with this today. This is actually really challenging. I would rather just tap out here and substitute for a different reality because right now, this is not fun. I, too, experience what that's like. And in the midst of that, as I reflect on it, oh, I can still feel that sense of dread inside me internally where it's like, I don't want to go there. And yet, for me, as I address that this is the dynamic or the scenario, one of the things I'm aware of, one of the things I'm aware of is that I need to deal with it if I know that something is not figured out here. I need to work through it. So for me, my my distraction that I usually go to is I isolate myself from people. I isolate myself because in the place of isolation, I don't have to dress or go through it. I, I, I can just sort of zone out and think of something else. When I'm around people... I still have that thing in my mind, it's unsettling, I'm not myself usually, um, I'm not as engaging, I'm not as present, and so I try to take myself away from that context being around people because they can tell, then you know, something's up and I don't want to be called out, I'd rather, you know, stay longer, because when I get called out, then I know I have to address it, so I want to isolate myself so that I can sort of procrastinate more. And usually that takes a couple of different ways for me. A couple of different ways uh, and expressions that that takes is when I isolate, I'll watch a movie, for example, or I'll watch a TV series. Um, Also, I'll sort of just zone out. I'll just sort of like uh, disengage. It's not a happy place when I do that, but it's a little bit of a relief saying I'm going to give myself a break from this. Now, whatever that craving is that you like to indulge, whether it's food, whether it's company like me, or i sorry, uh, isolation like me, or whether it's social dynamics for you or whatever else it, uh, expression it takes, it's not to say that that is a bad thing. If you enjoy food, enjoy food, but enjoy it within moderation, right? But don't make that the place you go to to avoid your problems. Don't do whatever it is that your craving is for the sake of avoiding whatever it is you need to, to address. Sometimes it may mean that you are just going to disengage for a moment or two while you just catch your breath, right? While, while you are able to say, okay, how can I in this moment here do what I need to do by way of recalibrating? How can I just give myself just a bit of a break, just a bit of a break so that I can re like, recenter yourself? That's, I think, something worthwhile um, doing in a good way. However, however, I would say, even as you consider that alternative, what does it look like, however, for you to still proceed in facing those circumstances and dynamics that that are drawing you to, to disconnect, to be able to say, nope, I'm, I'm tapping out here. I think this is something that most of us may struggle with in some way. And so today's question is an opportunity to look under the hood and say, what are some of those things in my present context that I am avoiding actively so that I can go a different way, so that I can experience something different? What would those be in your context? For me, like I said, it's checking out, going into isolation. And so one of the things I've done now is when I'm tempted to do that, I go in the opposite direction. And go in the opposite direction. There's a few ways that I try and serve myself in this kind of capacity. Now, one of the things I do is I walk back towards community. Who are my safe people that I can talk to and share about anything that's on the radar, especially with reference to the fact that I found it super uncomfortable for, right? How can I walk towards that very thing where I was like, this is uncomfortable and I want to face that? How can I surround myself around people who are going to hold me accountable? They're not going to hold me accountable in a mean way. They're not going to like say, hey, and push me off the ledge. But they're going to challenge me with some questions. They're going to walk alongside me and affirm me and say, hey, this is tough, but this is worthwhile. This is good. Walk towards it, right? What are some books that I could be reading that I may have found challenging and helpful in the past to help me get back into that mind space that says, even though this is uncomfortable, I'm still going to walk through towards it. What are some voices I'm going to listen to by way of podcasts or shows that remind me of who I want to be and how I want to go down that pathway? This is an intentional thing, and it's a courageous thing. It's a courageous thing, my dear listener, if you are in that space where you have to face yourself in the mirror and challenge yourself to say, do the hard thing. Take the hard step and grow grow in the midst of those opportunities where most would say i'm checking out and they continue to remain stunted the reason we do this podcast the reason i do this podcast the reason you're listening and it's because it does matter to us knowing ourselves well enough how can we become more aware of who we are and how we're operating especially when we have those opportunities to make those decisions that are uncomfortable oh How can we be kind to ourselves in the midst of doing that? How can we show ourselves patience while we are growing? Because that is what it means to be human, for us to grow in a way that says, hey, I don't have it together, but I don't have to, because that's what it means to be human, that we are messy going forward, but we're learning and growing as a result. And then, how can we make space for that elusive happiness, that deep sense of happiness that comes when we know that we're in the right place at the right time, doing the things that we need to be doing at the time that we need to be doing them, instead of checking out and pursuing cravings that distract and keep us in that space where we are not really growing to the next best version of ourselves. That's what I got for you today, my dear friends. Thank you so much for tuning into this 101st episode. I look forward to touching base with you tomorrow. Have a fantastic Monday. Love you guys. Bye.